Hi, and welcome to Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman. I'm Judy. If this is your first time here, welcome. And if you've been here before, welcome back. We are so excited to have you here. So Selling in a Skirt is all about connection, community, and creating relationships. It's all about empowering, empowering professional women and encouraging men to champion women as well. What I love most about doing this show is I get to meet the most exciting men and women, and today is no exception. Today we have two incredible women, and I want to say that they are powerful, amazing, humble, and impactful, and I'll include myself in that. So there's three of us today. So let's talk a little bit about who they are. We're going to bring them in, and then we're going to let them tell you really who they are. So first, in the middle, we have Betsy Santiago. Betsy is a strategist, a volunteer, and a communicator that loves to drive change and empower others. She served as a liaison and board member on almost 40 local professional groups and nonprofits, mm -hmm. including serving as president of the First Coast Hispanic Chamber of Commerce in 2010. On the other side, we have Maureen Edwards, and she's an award-winning branding, marketing, and business strategist, as well as a two-time award-winning inventor. She's built six profitable companies from conception to commercialization and has worked with hundreds of entrepreneurs to start, turn around, or scale their businesses. So welcome, ladies. I am so excited to have you, and I am thrilled that we're going to have some fun today. So first, why don't you tell everybody who you are, what you do, and what you love about what you do. So let's start with you, Betsy. Oh, Okay. Well, thank you, first of all, for having us here on your podcast. It's actually an honor to be sitting between the two of you. Um, so my role here in Jacksonville is really to work with employers and helping them to transition into continuing education. Um, all of that just says I love working with people. I'm used to being out in the community. And my favorite part is to when we are able to put the puzzle together and be able to unite an employer's need for upskilling or new staff with education and funding as well. So when we are able to put everything together into one neat little package, that's success because now we've got employed people working in the fields that they love and getting paid the money that they should, that they deserve. And you tie that up in a nice, beautiful bow. Nice little bow. That's right. <laughs> Okay, so welcome to you. And Maureen, why don't you tell us about who you are, what you do, and what you love about what you do. Oh, well, thanks, Judy, and thanks for having me, and especially being in such great company of both of you, so highly accomplished. I'm really pleased to be among this great group here. Um, so I'm Maureen Edwards. Um, I actually am the founder of Eight Simple Steps, which is my sixth company. So as you can see, I embrace entrepreneurship and my mission in life is to empower other entrepreneurs to embody and embrace it. And uh, what I've discovered is that a lot of people, things don't go very well when they first start a company. Uh, it's not like having a corporate job. It's just very, very different. And it hits people pretty hard like, hmm, why isn't this going very well? Well, my mission is to make sure that we get you on the right path the moment that you have the idea that you're ready to start or if you're in the throes of it right now and things aren't going well, I've been there, I've done it, and I really want you to embrace the journey of entrepreneurship. So I work side by side with small business owners to make sure that they can build a sustainable business right from the start. And that's the important part, that word sustainable. But it's interesting that yeah. the three of us talked about empower. So I think that just it's more divine 
than anything else. So a topic on everyone's mind today is chat GPT or AI or any of the different ways that we use AI and how it impacts on women and higher education and leadership development and entrepreneurship. So my first question for both of you is, have you used any form of AI, whether it's ChatGPT or anything else? And what's been your experience? So let's start with you, Maureen. We'll go this way first. Uh, absolutely, I have. Uh, I would not be somebody who's been in marketing for almost 30 years unless I checked out something that a lot of people are fearful that will replace their job. And, you know, marketing and copywriting, those are kind of the, the things right at the top. So I have to do my due diligence and get into the nitty gritty and, and really see it. Uh, and so, yes, I think there are some amazing positives that are going to come out of chat, especially in entrepreneurship. And we can talk about that as we move forward. But what I discovered is that with everything, there are pros and then there are also cons. And so for me right now, I think it's great at collecting information. It maybe will spark a great idea for you, elaborate on something that just is kind of on the tip of your tongue, but you can't quite get it, but it's not human. It doesn't have the creativity that brains have. It doesn't have the, the authentic human touch that can just never be replaced by real people, even coming together like this right now. So I say capitalize on the pros that we're gonna see out there but just know that your unique story and who you are cannot be replicated by a robot. Hmm. Interesting. I love that little spin you put on it. How about you, Betsy? Yeah. So for me, it's interesting because I was talking to a couple of the professors here at the college about this topic and wanted to kind of get their input on it. And there is a definite impact on education. We've already started seeing students turning in entire papers written by ChatGPT, right? And so there's that need to kind of monitor and maybe set some guidelines as to what's acceptable, what what we what can you turn in, uh, plagiarism, are you cheating on tests by using this? There's a lot of different um, ways that it could be used in, a, in the wrong way. However, there are also, from my experience in using it, there's a lot of ways where it could be really helpful. I mean, I know we, at home, we're, we're constantly asking Google or ask Alexa, and that's kind of a form of, of mm -hmm. the same AI type of uh, environment that we're living in. And it's quick to give you answers. So there, uh, like Maureen was saying, I think there's the pros and the cons, right? Because you're able to do a lot of research very quickly. You're able to get answers very quickly. But at the same token, is it also slowing your capacity to be creative and to problem solve and to think critically, right? Um, so it's it's that balance of how much do we rely on it and how much can the human touch not be, not be there, not be a part of it. Well, you know, it, it's interesting because when we were growing up, we didn't have any of the technology we have now. And I think all of us are in that same age bracket one way or the other, that we didn't have the, you know, your smartphone or anything like that. You wanted to know something, you'd have to go to the encyclopedia or you have to go to a library and ask a librarian, okay? You didn't have all of this. I know sometimes if, you know, if, if the colonel, my husband, asks me a question and I don't have the answer, I will take, I will say, hang on a second, and I'll look up Google and I'll just say, you know, who is this or what movie was he in or whatever. And sometimes I laugh at myself thinking, I could have waited. It wasn't a big deal, but it's like, you know, it's instant gratification. Now for me, I like to ask questions and therefore I have been dubbed the question queen 
with ChatGPT, for me, I ask a question and then I dive deeper. And then I'll ask a question in a different way. And then I ask another question. So is it more about communication or is it no, more about asking the right questions? Like how do you get to the point of it? I don't believe it should re, you know, just take over all your content. Sometimes you just need that first line or one, one idea. But is it more about doing communication the right way or is it more about asking the questions in the right way? Betsy, what do you think? Whew, that's a good one. Um, and I think it's really about your communication style probably, right? So for somebody like you and me, Judy, perhaps it's give me the skeleton of the proposal. Give me the skeleton of what a resume should look like, right? Um, and you can ask generic questions and then keep diving in a little bit deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper until you get the answer. But if I'm a specialist and I am, this is my industry, then maybe by me asking a very specific question, mm -hmm. the AI is able to capture all of that technical information and give you an answer that actually makes sense. I have a friend of mine that's using it right now and he 